Yo, 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 what up? It is your boy JB with Reggae360. This is For The Vibes, our beautiful podcast. And if you're listening to me right now, that means you tuned back in for episode number two of season three. I'm sitting here in a goddamn sauna. It's so hot in this room, but that's not going to stop me from delivering you an amazing podcast with amazing conversations with some amazing people. Listen to some amazing music, so I hope you're ready, okay? Because it's not just me. We got a couple other people in here right now. I'm looking at one of them in a green hat with the sleeves rolled up. Evan Yarmo, a.k.a. Mr. Yard Sale. Evan, what up, dude? How you doing? You didn't have an intro prepared for me there. You just you just said Yarmo and went Yard Sale. You know what? I, I respect that you just went for it, um, but I'm disrespected that you were unprepared today for me. But well, you know, know what? let's not talk about me. I'll tell you what, man. Winging it and just going for it, that's going to be a theme in this episode, I feel. And uh, to help build on that theme we've got another special individual with us okay you know him you know his voice you know the man you've heard him all right he's a heartbeat of the arizona reggae rock scene mr brett goldman brett what up dude how you doing dude what's happening everybody good night good evening good afternoon whenever you're tuning in it's good to have you here i'm stoked to be here and it's gonna be a damn good day because this last week in music alone was just Amazing. So we can only go up, guys. We can only go up. Dude, this we got so much good music this week. I like we had trouble finding what songs to cut out and eventually we had to stick to a formula because there were so many good songs and the songs we kept in are all absolute bangers. So um let's go ahead and get into it though, man. Let's let the people know what they're gonna get out of this podcast. If you invest a little bit of time in this podcast, here's what you're gonna get. Number one Okay, we're going to start off and give you about six of the hottest songs that dropped last Friday in our genre, reggae rock and everything in between. And then we're going to fire up a nice little interview. Okay, we give you just just a just an absolute insane interview. All right, stick around. You're going to learn something after that. We're going to go ahead and finish you off with another six or seven of the hottest songs from last Friday. And if that's not enough. If we have not given you enough, okay, we're also going to give you a positive thought of the week. Just something to get you moving, get you grooving for the rest of your week, get you feeling good, nice and irie. You could be in Arizona or New Hampshire, Irie Hampshire, <laughs> wherever, okay? But that's what's going to happen, okay? So well, tune in. Speaking of Irie, man, Ooh. speaking of Irie, that's Ooh. the big news this week. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, yes. I think that's... A lot to talk about. I'm proud of these guys, man. Arizona got on the map. Reggae 360s helping lift them. It's this perfect combination of all kinds of goodness. And I'm like, like the proud uncle, man. Like seeing these guys just. So, that's cool, and I'm excited that uh, this week's music's kicking off with the Irie. Brett, Brett, that was an amazing segue to the very first song, man. The the Irie featuring. Jackson Weatherby of the Elevators, yes. dude. And I tell you what, man. If you're the proud uncle, dude, I'm the drunk uncle because uh, I'm here for the Irie and what they're doing. And this song is perfect way to kick it off. So, Evan, why don't you fire that up? Fire it up. <coughs> Ooh. 
basket keeps on pouring Speaking like I'm for it Because I think that can't hit my head in the ceilings Crashing all your feelings Excuse me miss, I might be high Turn me up all night Turn me up Is that the song of the year, man? Is that the song? I think of the, so. Is that the song of the decade? Is that the song of the century? Well, it's for sure the song of the summer, man. It's definitely it's exactly <laughs> yes. right for right now. It feels good. It's about time we turn it up a bit. Get out there, feel good, and you know, like the it's just the, George's voice on that one. It's like butter, man. It's so smooth. So good. It's just like they finally they. They haven't been a band forever, you know, but like they gel so well. They complement each other. And then Jackson brings it up 25 million notches with the song and the energy. I tell you what, man, I haven't heard a track like that. I mean, I'm I'm not even biased. Like it's a damn good track. I'm excited that it came out finally because now we got a good anthem, a little smile to wear when we go out and gets in the mix on our radio, on Spotify, whatever. Big ups to the Irie. Absolutely. And Jackson. Man. Absolutely, and Jackson. Yeah, well said, dude. And I tell you what, man, anyone that uh, is listening to this right now, if you want to know my thoughts on the song, go to reggae360.com and you will see a write-up, okay, about this song by your boy JB. And if you're one of the 903 people that already read it, thank you. If you haven't, go check it out. Let's get that over a 1,000. And, you know, this song, dude, you're right, man. It's a perfect song to, you know, crack a couple cold ones with the boys man maybe drink a couple ronas just get out there you socially distance obviously you know you got to do things the right way but um the song is is an anthem and i love you know george's voice jackson's voice that's like just you know just if you said george is, is butter man the jackson's the bread because <laughs> that thing goes <laughs> they, they go well together and and uh for yeah sure. man I, sure. I love what the Irie are doing and and this song really sets the tone for me man i've had this thing on repeat and again man you want to get my thoughts man check out reggae360.com and you see that right up evan you love to get turned up you're a big turn up guy dude tell me this song didn't speak to your soul man oh this this song spoke to my my whole being not just my soul i mean when we say turn me up i'm always looking to be turned up you're always trying to turn me down i don't really appreciate that but the song has got me turned up i mean brett said they they finally found a way to gel well I like that. Joe Well. Um, Joe Well. Joe Well. <laughs> Joe Well right here on For the Vibes. <laughs> Evan, I'm just glad you have a soul, honestly. Um, Thanks, JB. Yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, dude, let's keep things moving. That is a fucking beautiful start uh, to this this uh, just masterpiece of a of playlist we're working with. Um, Evan, what do we have next, dude? Up next, we've got the song Colors by Brett Bollinger. Yeah, Brad Bollinger from Pepper. I love it, oh, dude. Yeah. Let's listen to it. Playing it. 
some beautiful curves and the greenest eyes you're ever gonna see. She got a beautiful smile. It's got me swimming from miles, even underneath the bluest of the seas, even underneath the bluest of the seas. You'll be mine, 'cause there's a missing place and there's a missing time. So come get your colors bright. Brett Bollinger with Colors, man, what a fire track, man. Honestly, dude, I love what Brett's doing with his solo career, and, and uh, you know, he's just banging out these tunes, man. I love this one particularly because of the uh, just the, 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 the imagery that he uses with a song called Colors, and he's saying things like, you know, my love is not black and white, talking about, you know, turning up, brightening the colors, red lips, man. It's just the whole damn vibe man i could watch on the i could walk on the beach to this song man i could you know i could see this song at the end of a of a movie starring jason siegel man i could you know (laughs) i could just play this song and just immediately feel just elevated man just happy it's a good vibe it's it's upbeat it's you know kind of poppy it's happy uh you know what else to say brett's a legend he is he's a legend and this song reflects that and um, you know, I'm here for all the Brett's solo music and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I know you guys feel me on this one. No, a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. I mean, Pepper is, well, I guess let's not talk about Pepper. Let's talk about Brett Bollinger in particular. I'm always looking to him to talking about turning it up. Like I thought it was a good follow up to that Irie song because Brett Bollinger always brings the party. He's always got that hype energy and he can bring it, but when there's a few sentimental songs somewhere along the way and that's one of them like that i only needed to hear it once to know that that's going to be a go-to song for what you're saying for date night for the beach for the family vacation for the good times it's like he paints that picture and it's nice to hear a little bit of that sentimental good feeling music and uh yeah man always good when it comes from brett bollinger it's always inspiring so good i like it dude I like it. Colors, bro. Brett Bollinger, dude. Reviewed by Brett Coleman. I like it on <laughs> Over the Vibes, yeah. baby. That's what's up, There man. we go. Yes, sir. Evan, I'm JB. looking at you, man. What do you want to do, man? You want to give your take? You want to move to the next song, man? You want to do a little dance? What do you want to do, man? You're in control right now, dude. Wow. Steer this ship, You're Evan. putting it all on me? Yes. Oh, man. A lot of pressure. I mean, JB, I know you're a big pepper guy. Everyone knows you're a big pepper Huge guy. Huge pepper guy. I love pepper. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows you're a big pepper Dude, guy. Dude, pepper shaped me as a human being. Did you say shaved you? Shaped me. They might shave as, you if you asked them. Being. I think they would, man. I think like if you really partied with Pepper and like were like an after party with them and they were getting after it, maybe maybe in their heyday at least, someone might end up shaved. That's all I'm saying. I I don't know. I don't know that for sure. But <laughs> let's let's move oh, on boy. from this take. Okay. <laughs> you let us hear, bud. <laughs> up next, we've got the song "Rain Must Fall" by Signal Fire. 
beginning of that song man with the thunder i thought it's just very just that rootsy vibe man it's something you can vibe to i thought the production was top notch i was almost hypnotized by the rhythm it almost hypnotized me you know and i feel like just the idea that rain must fall for the sun to shine again you know it's just it's a song that can get you out of a bad place it's just so true man we're and right now we're all getting rained on okay but the sun's coming. The sun is coming. And guess what? I cannot wait for the sun to come cracking through the clouds, baby. Okay? And you know what? This song is just full of gems, dude. Just gems, man. Like, your mindset determines the outcome. Just, you know, it's like, man, maybe Tony Robbins ghost wrote this song. I don't know. But it has a lot of positive energy. And uh, I loved it, man. I thought it was fire. Always fire from Signal Fire. Yeah, the song had a lot of positive mantras, just a super chill vibe. It was like, I love a song that can be positive and not be like too positive about being positive. That makes sense. It's like super <laughs> chill, just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm cool. You know, I don't know. That's just so my vibe, just like kind of dubby. But, you know, hey, if you do your thing, everything will be great. Rain will fall, but that's all right. You know, what's, we're, what's we're still too here. Po- what's being too positive? Tell me, what does that look like? Hmm. <sighs> JB, I'm always good. Every single day. Wow. I'm always good. Every single time <laughs> okay. we talk. You know, there's no honesty there. But JB, I'll give you full honesty every time I talk to you. I, I appreciate that. I, I love when I call you and I'm like, hey, Evan, how you doing? And you're like, honestly, dude, I'm miserable right now. It just, <laughs> your honesty, when you say that, the honesty of it makes me stoked. It makes you feel so good. Yeah, because I know you're honest with me, you know. <laughs> Which I love that. Brett, I, I'm, I'm sure you have uh, something to add about this song in particular, man. Signal fire, rain must fall. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a lot of what you guys already said, to be honest. Um, I think it's got a good chill vibe to it. And it's, uh, I got a little bit lost, like you said, in that intro. And then it's kind of like, oh, there's there's more to this song. So it's, one of, it's a song I'm going to need to go back to because super fresh to me the first time listening to it. So I don't have too much to add other than, yeah, man, I, I like it when you can get lost and the layers that build upon layers like we'll be hearing echoing dream later on that's something i love about that it's just yes. that 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 texture man that texture yes. so i appreciate that for sure that refined sound definitely i love it man and that's a little foreshadowing for what's to come but uh hey man speaking of those layers i think we got another song with a couple layers coming right up man evan what are we working with up next we've got the song herbal aroma by oogie wawa
Oogie Wawa. Herbal aroma, dude. I love the fact that it's 2020 and Oogie Wawa is just pumping out jams, dude. I know Jesse Lee's been on his like solo grind. He's a lead singer, big dude with dreads, making rap. And you know, the fact that Oogie Wawa is dropping gems like Herbal Aroma it just makes me happy, dude. And you know, if you really uh it, you're going to notice this week there's a theme of love songs. It's almost like, man, it's almost like because of quarantine and all this shit, like people are just meeting people, dude, and falling in love because there are a lot of love songs here. I mean, Brett Bollinger kicked us off with colors. We've got Herbal Aroma. And, and if you listen to the lyrics, dude, it's you know he's talking about a, a female, man, Herbal Aroma, Eyes of a Stoner. Uh, you know, with the looks she was born with, natural looks. Um, you know, and and uh, I don't know, man. Jesse Lee's rapping skills are just unmatched, dude. They're just they're fire, and and that mixed with like the chorus and the verse, dude. That blend is awesome. And I don't know, man. He's just dropping gems. He's like Italian girl, so she makes her points loudly. She uh, has take home to mom vibes, dude. Sharing playlists on Spotify and. These are all things that he does with this girl. And I tell you what, if you're going to share a Spotify playlist, okay, share the For the Vibes monthly Spotify playlist that David Shaw puts together with all of the new music. Everything that came out last Friday, you will find on that playlist. And actually, right now is a good time to go ahead and just let you know. In this episode, you will not be hearing any of the dub, live, or cover Songs. You will not hear the elevators, Ian Young dub my baby. You will not hear the movement, uh, get out sublime cover song. You will not hear Von Alia, uh, the ballad of Johnny Butt sublime cover song, even though it's amazing and it's so dope that she's on that song. You will not hear Kaya's embrace Badman remix. You will not hear Toots and Maytals and Ziggy Marley doing Three Little Birds. You will not hear Ziggy Marley small acts live. You will not hear. The Expendable Sacrifice Live, and you will not hear Nick Safakis Foundation dub, but you will find all of those songs on David Shaw's playlist. Um, yeah. Anyways, guys, <laughs> I went on a little rant there. Oogie Waba, Herbal Aroma. What do you guys think? Yeah, man. Good times. I enjoy that song. It's another good, uplifting party track. Boom. Boom. I like it. Well said. And when you say it well, you don't got to say it again. So um, appreciate that, man. What what else, Ev? What else? What else? I mean, Oogie Wagwa out with another track. They're always putting stuff out for us. It's nice to have somebody like them who's just always giving us new music. I mean, they're a, they're a band that started in New York, you know, what, seven years ago, and they've just been pumping out music constantly. Um, never gotten to see them. But once quarantine's over, I'd love the opportunity, though. They're a super positive, fun band. Yeah, yeah. reggae. <laughs> Thanks, GB. I like it. You know what else I like, Evan? What? You. You know what else I like, Evan? Am I the only one you say that to? Well, I like Brett, too. I also like Mark LeMay. And I also like 77 Jefferson. Do you like them, too, Evan? Would it be all right if I played a track by them? Right, right now? Uh, you don't have to ask permission. You're a grown man, Evan. Do what you want, dude. Up next, I'm playing the song The Only One by 77 Jefferson. And...
gotta take a time, miss, we gotta make it last With you all the time, girl, I wanna make you mine But I love you from the morning till the moon lights the sky I wanna lift you up, yes, don't never let you down I wanna get dressed up, take you out of the town Damn, 77 Jefferson right there with the only one. Kansas City, yo. Kansas City reggae. I, I, man, I know about that barbecue sauce, and I'm not trying to stereotype, but that's not a genre I hear more. Like, I really don't hear of a lot of bands that are coming out of Kansas City. And 77 Jefferson, man, that's uh, that was a really refreshing track. I, I dig it. I'll tell you what, man. 77 Jefferson is like the Patrick Mahomes of reggae rock music representing <laughs> for Kansas City, dude. Yes. Um, yes. This song is, it's a super vibe. That's just a new little, you know, phrase I'm, I'm working with. That's super vibe. This song is a super vibe. It's like, did, you know, did, did Lickle Jordy and Pana fly all the way from the islands to come and produce this track, dude? This is man. man, this is just a well put together song, man. It just it's got that island vibe, dude. It had me moving. I was moving my head. And it's another love song. I told you, man, we're getting a lot of love songs this week. All right. This is another love song. All right. It just makes me want to love. It just makes me want to love. So hey, does that mean that this need- song is making love literally? By making me want to love? It's making love. And you know what? <laughs> This is a song, and this is probably the highest compliment I could give a song. This is a song, if I was drunk, I would dance to. If I was drunk and I had this song on, I would I would be moving, okay? I would put this song on a mixtape and give it to a girl, okay? So this is a mixtape. This is a lot of love use. Dude, episode tape. number two, season three, is a full-on mixtape going on here so far. Yes. I'm telling you what. Yes. You, you all need some suggestions for your next date. Dude. break out of quarantine just go to the playlist we're gonna we're gonna find Evan a woman after all okay <laughs> and we're gonna document it all for the vibes alright we're just gonna give Evan dating advice we're gonna help him put together playlists for different various women that may be in his life and we're just man we're just gonna find him love alright that's what this song is inspiring me to do Brett we should make an agreement right now we're gonna find Evan Yarmo Mr. Yard Sale himself love <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, brother. I, if you want to say Yo Diarmo, you want to shout out, you want to see what he's all about. You know, he's he's a little short on words sometimes, but this man's got looks to just get you. He's got the personality of a dagger. He's going to get you the sharp. So, ladies and, and gentlemen, if you are interested in the Yarmo, reach out. I mean, we got for the vibes. We need those vibes. Share them our way. Let's see what we and, can work up. And listen, what he make, what he lacks in personality and looks he makes up for in podcast <laughs> production, all right? So, you know, don't worry about that, all right? You won't be disappointed. Look, I'll, I'll yeah, buy I you dinner if you let me produce your podcast, you know? <laughs> that's how this. That's how For the Vibes was created, <laughs> literally, <laughs> just like that. 
man. Um, Evan, any thoughts on 77 Jefferson, the only one? The only one. Um, you know, I haven't listened to much 77 Jefferson before, but this makes me want to look them up and listen more. That's, I know a, that's that, a high praise, dude. That's a, that's all you can really ask for, right? That's the whole point of us doing this is, hey, you've, you've never heard this song before. Let's let's hear it. Maybe you like it. Maybe you want to listen to it. Maybe you want to look it up. Hey, maybe you want to listen to it. Hey. A different Casey masterpiece. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just like Kansas City barbecue sauce, man. 77 Jefferson slaps. It's official. <laughs> um, Evan, literally, you're, this fucking house is on fire, dude. It is so humid in here. So hot. There's fire Summer. on your house. <laughs> By Trevor Hall. That's the next song. Dude, I'm the king of transitions, baby. Hey. Ow. I just smash the mic in my tooth i'm having an off day the next song Evan fire Yarmo, on your everybody. house let's play it he's single i think i don't know maybe not <laughs> <laughs> not after this episode <laughs> yeah she's not gonna be talking to me anymore man this is montage music this is lifting music this is go to war music this makes me hype dude trevor hall fire on your house man the banjo sets the tone for a powerful song trevor hall's voice is amazing dude and just lines like you know stand by and watch it burn you showed your cards and it was an empty hand evan you showed your cards and it was an empty hand dude this song can mean so many things to so many different people man I showed you love and you acted a fool, man. This is a revenge song. The song has energy, passion, a little bit of everything, man. I don't know. I like it. It got me hype. What do you guys think? It's like it's like uh, upset country lyrics. It's got like a folky, rootsy vibe. It's so cool. Trevor Hall's got that that whole thing going on. He's from he's from the south. He brings that southern flair into that kind of reggae rootsy vibe, and man, it's so cool. There's there's not a lot of people who makes music exactly like Trevor Hall. For sure. True. That's, that's definitely the Southern was shining through, and, and it was a track that, like, I could just picture, like I was mentioning in the break, like, I just pictured this house on fire. And like you said, there's a little bit of, there's a spit fire with it, too. I mean, there was some vengeance in that song. You could feel it. You could feel that energy. And when you can transition a, a feeling and an element more than just a sound and a mood, that's a, that's a good piece of art right there. So big shout-out to Trevor Hall. Yeah, and I just... 
I, I get the vibe, like, you know, it, it's it's just like the like saying like there's fire in your house. Like I could just I see Trevor Hall just standing there, you know, talking to someone, being like, "Hey, dude, like there's there's fire on your house, bro," and it just kind of means like there's something seriously wrong that you're not like aware of, or maybe you are, but like everyone can see it. Like there's something wrong here. Are you are you talking to me right now? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but there's fire in your house, man. There's something I've been meaning to tell you, okay? You shook my hand and you broke my trust, okay? I showed you love and you acted a fool. That's a good line. I like it, man. Trevor Hall, I, I don't know. Trevor Hall's a really inspirational, powerful dude. And uh, I don't know, man. This song can, it's art, man. It can be taken in so many different ways. But, you know, I took it in the best way possible, which is all you can do. Right, Evan? Right, JB. Nice, nice. <laughs> Evan, uh, you know, man, why don't we just, why don't we do, why don't we give him one more, man? Why don't we give him one more before we drop this Whoa. amazing interview? What do you say about that? I'm in. I thought I thought we were going to cut it after that one, but you're you're flipping the script. You're going off the rails. You want one more? I'll give you. one What more. would you say if we played one of the top Jamaican artists? But, Scratch that. Two of the top Jamaican artists in the reggae scene. They are national superstars linking up for a single for an upcoming album. Protege and Popcon. Popcon. Like royalty. Fresh off of the In Search of Lost Time Protege album that will be dropping in the near future. Evan, why don't you let the people hear this, huh? Let's go. In life, in life, like royalty, royalty. If I ever make it in a life, I'm gonna be living like royalty. So me, I be sitting around. Never ever have it in twice, no way. If I ever make it in a life, I'm gonna be living like royalty. So me, I be sitting around. Never ever have to think twice, no way Me used to sleep on Stagger Coach Me used to sleep on Cory Coach Them and they never left me out Me used to live at Eddie House Me never keep me on a key She keep my used to let me out Me bring him with me, got LA It's like a him get nominated him watch the Grammy side of me Cause how much people can you say would feed you when you're hungry, when you brought them, bless you with money. But I have been so fortunate, surrounded by so many people, make sure I say me go pathetic. And them, they think me can't forget. Your daughter and my daughter wants me living, she no happy fret. If I ever make it in a life, you are gonna be living like royalty. So me, I be sitting. If I ever make it in the life, you and I will be living like royalty. Like royalty, protege, popcam. Wow, man. I mean, what can you say, man? What can you say? Protege is the coolest human being on this planet, and that new album looks amazing. Protege's lyrics are scripture. Okay. He's talking about. This is the craziest thing to me. He's talking about sleeping on the couches of his friends, and he names them. Okay. And then from that, he talks about getting nominated for a Grammy. But here's the crazy thing. 
He's talking about how fortunate he is for those people that let him sleep on his couch. Imagine that, man. The the biggest name in reggae music, Grammy nominated, you know, Grammy winner. I think he won. I don't really know. Don't fact check me. Uh, saying he's so fortunate and grateful for the people that helped him in his come up. Now tell me that ain't a humble dude. Tell me that ain't a humble dude, man. And and uh, protege, you know that's that's what he's known for. He makes music like that. And uh, for someone so successful to be so real and grateful is just like, man, that's amazing to me. And you know the the concept of like, if I ever make it in life, everyone that's around me will be living like royalty, man. I feel like if this podcast blows up, man, this. Evan, we're gonna build you a big ass studio, dude. Man, we're gonna buy David Shaw of Maserati, man. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do something special for you, man. Once this thing really blows up and we start getting those ten thousand dollar checks every day, uh, but until then, you know, I'm I'm grateful for you guys. You know, I'm grateful that we have this moment that we're doing this thing that we're putting this thing together. I'm grateful that people are listening. You know, I love the people that listen to this podcast and interact with us. And I don't know, man. I think Pop Can, dude, on the song, he lets it rip. Okay, he talks about making his first million and remembering when he used to starve, which is just a trip. I can't even, you know, I, I, I can't claim to relate to that feeling, but it's goddamn, it's gotta be a good one. Uh, and pop can is a, just a really interesting character, man. And I love to see pop can and protege working together. I think they play off each other. Well, man, like Butch and Cassidy, man, like Jordan and Pippen, man, like, uh, Brett Hull and Wayne Gretzky when they played for the St. Louis Blues for that one year in 1994. Okay, what do you guys think? I agree with you, dude. I think everything about that was was complimentary to each other. You know, Protege is one of the realest artists out there and and always has a good good vibe with that music. Comes in strong. That song was strong. And uh, you know, people, artists that are truly humble, people in your life that are truly humble, is something that uh, really you should never take for granted uh because they're few and far between so hearing that even when people feel at their highest highs it's hard to remember the start at the beginning that we're just getting started no matter if you're at the top you're just getting started to stay there so the the hustle is real on whatever level and the challenge is always real so uh, i can always appreciate that kind of message in the music for sure brett who are your favorite like jamaican artists in the game right now well really i'm like? Well, I definitely like Jamiria Morgan, you know, the Morgan Heritage yes. family. Um, yes. I would say I had a chance to see them here in Phoenix, and, like, Morgan Heritage was great, but, like, Jamiria Morgan just kind of launched my interest and, and been really kind of following him a lot recently. Uh, been hit up by Jennifer Hudson. That's a name that I don't know, you know, these are folks that reach out for the Vibes Alive radio show, which have been really cool and supportive. But Jennifer Hudson's got a lot of uh, political music, and it's just like it's just good man it's strong i feel good about it so right now those would be the two top two that are like most present to me at the moment uh and would suggest you know y'all check out marching for freedom that's the track marching for freedom jennifer hudson i love it dude that's uh that's awesome yeah i love jameer morgan i, I love some of the artists that are coming out right now i one that we keep talking about evan and we're gonna pronounce it mispronounce it Lila Ike? Is that what I said that right, Evan? We get it. We've never double-checked how to say it. That's that's how we usually go for it, though. 
Yeah, she she's just been Fuck, crushing it, dude. Coffee, you know, and and one one that's relatively uh, new to me is Savannah. Okay, Savannah dropped a song called Mango, and that video is wild. Okay, definitely watch that video, Savannah, S E V A N A. Also, she was just featured on Irie Chat, which is our boy Joel's podcast. We were featured on at one point, and uh, love the Irie Chat. I mean, the guests Joel gets and the conversations are dope. So check that out. But Savannah, I listened to that EP this weekend. Oh my god, dude, that's just amazing music. Jamaica's thriving, dude. That the island reggae scene is just. I don't know, man. It's it's uh it's blowing up. I mean, it's never stopped. It's never slowed down, and that's why I love reggae rock music because you get the American rock music influenced by the island reggae music, and it just creates a beautiful unity. So, uh, enough out of me, man. That's it for me uh, on that song. But um, I love it, man. Protege gets me hyped, dude. So, speaking so of I messed hyped, up. I messed up, dude. It's Jennifer oh. Barrett. It's not Jennifer Hudson. That's the actress. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why I said that, I am so apologetic. I feel bad. I fact-checked myself because I knew in my, my stomach, I'm like, that's the wrong damn name. Jennifer Barrett. Jennifer Barrett, Marching for Freedom. Like, uh, really great artist. Spirit of a Black Man's another track. So definitely check her out. My biggest, sincerest apologies. My bad. <laughs> Listen, Brett, there's, there's one thing that you will learn about this podcast over time, and that is... We are not responsible for butchering anybody's name. It happens far too often. If we were, this podcast would have never gotten off the ground. Um, we're not named people here, all right? We do our best, okay? But, That's right, for sure. We're not yeah. really face people either. That's why we stick to podcasts, but, you know. <laughs> we'll get it right. We'll get it right next time. I apologize. To, no, uh, no worries, bro. Jennifer Hudson wasn't she like on American Idol or something, man? I don't know yeah, why I yeah. That's why right. I knew I was wrong. She's she can sing. She's an incredible singer, but she's not singing reggae. She's an actress, you know and she was on American second, Idol. I thought maybe she was, and it made me happy. You know what? But that's all right. Well, I bet she could. I bet she could sing some mean reggae. God Ooh. damn, I'd love to hear it. Oh, yo, Jennifer Hudson, if you're listening to For the Vibes, season three, episode two. It wasn't an accident. It was meant to be that I said your name because of the lovely Jennifer Barrett, Jennifer Hudson. We want to hear you sing some reggae. Consider it a challenge. Challenge thrown. I love it, dude. What if we just <laughs> created something, dude? What if we see that to fruition and we could draw back to this moment? I love oh, it. Oh, shit. You know what? If that's, if that's the best thing that happens on this podcast today, I'll be happy. But oh, I know yeah. the second best thing, if that does come to be true... Is this interview that we're about to let you listen to, man? This, this, uh, uh, this interview is hype. I'm just, I'm just gonna jump into it, man. Let's, let's go, Evan. Why don't you lead the people in the interview, man? What do you think? I'm in. Let's go. Let's drop this interview. Let's go.
Yo, 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 it's your boy JB with Reggae 360. I'm sitting here chilling, stoked, blessed, happy. I got Evan and Brett with me. What up, boys? How you guys doing? So good. Ooh, so good. I like that. I like that. So good. I tell you what, I'm also doing so good. And the reason why is we also have two very special individuals with us. You've seen them play sold out shows with the largest acts in American reggae music. They've received praise from legendary rock musicians. They've dominated the Florida music scene and have risen to national fame. They've got an amazing album in the works. They've been dropping singles left and right. They are, in my opinion, the most naturally talented, pure musicians in the reggae rock scene. Hell, they transcend the reggae rock scene. These are two rock stars. We are blessed to have Charlie and Kevin, a.k.a. the Reese Brothers. What up, boys? What's up? What's up? Thank you so much, man. That's a beautiful intro. (laughs) Yes. Yes, dude. We're we're very stoked to talk to you, man. Here at Reggae 360, I can speak for everybody on the team. We are massive fans of you guys. We love watching what you guys do. Um, just so stoked for this album. And, and, and I'm, I'm just kind of curious, man. What, um, what are you guys up to right now? I know you got a lot of things going on. I know, obviously, the album, you got a single coming out this Friday with Ayaterra, Troubadour. That's big. But, like, just check in with the fans. Check in with the people, man. What, what are you guys up to now? Paint a, paint a picture. Yeah, I mean, um, doing our best, you know, to, uh, to stay positive, stay, you know, stay working hard you know obviously we were super bummed that we had we had two huge tours to cancel that we had a run with bad fish and then we had a run with iration um that both got you know postponed so obviously we were super bummed when this whole thing started but we've been trying to see the positives um since we're not on the road we've had a ton of time to work on new music so that's what we put our focus into finishing the record and starting on work on the next ep and the next album so um we've just been writing and um since it's been it's there was a big gap between our first record and this one so we're not going to take that long ever again we're going to keep putting content out um so we're very excited about it and uh the record is um it's got you know overall it's got elements of alternative rock blues a little bit of the reggae uh influence of course and uh we're very um stoked to put it out um yeah and the single that drops friday featuring ayatera um We've gotten to know Nate. We did. We've done two tours with them: one with Aya and then one with Aya and Iration. And um, great dude. And we're you know stoked to have him on the track, and we're stoked to be putting out music. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's, that's some awesome. good stuff, man. Uh, real quick, I want to say hello. Good to see you guys. Good to talk to you guys. Good to well. be in your oh, company. Yeah. Uh, some new faces this go around, and that just makes everything awesome. Um, one thing I wanted to point out is that you guys as musicians constantly are evolving. And I know, you know, Kevin's doing his thing with Echoing Dream and there's like the more alternative route coming along. And, and like, can you talk a little bit about how, cause like seeing you guys live and seeing that performance, it's completely captivating and the musicianship shows through, but like when you're coming through on the records, part of this is this evolution. So how are you guys seeing that mm-hmm. like from your musical aspect how is this evolution happening? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, when we first started playing, um, I think I was like a freshman in high school. Kevin was like in what, 
eighth grade probably mm-hmm. when we started playing bars <laughs> and uh so like we did you know when we started out we were just you know young kids playing the florida bar scene and most of those gigs would be like you know four hour gigs four sets and so we had to you know learn a lot of different music skills the time so um growing up as a bar band like we would you know play a lot of different genres with twitch and reggae classic rock to some you know steve ray vaughn to like you know throwing the blues there um so then that that was still in, you know that was ingrained in us um moving forward so on this record what we didn't want to do is be all over the place like we wanted going forward like to find what the reach brothers sound is so um because you know i love the first record we made but it does feel um you know, a little all over the place at times, which can be good and bad. Um, so on this one, we really um, were careful about, okay, what what kind of band do we really want to be? And uh, how do we, you know, define the Reese Brothers sound and what it is going forward? So I really, I really think we, we captured what we set out to do. Um, and yeah, what do you think? Yeah, and, and I feel like, you know, we love the reggae scene. They've embraced us so much and we're forever grateful. Um, and I think just the reason I have my solo project is because, you know, I, I love, reggae is my favorite genre. So, I mean, I just wanted something that I could have um, in the dub reggae scene. And I love making dub music. And, and it just made sense for us to, to kind of make the Reach Public more alternative and not go too heavy into the reggae scene because I have my side project. That means you can go, you know, more alternative and it would still feel the same, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I've, you know, I've never thought of this as, as purely a reggae band, but I absolutely love the scene. I'm a huge fan, mm-hmm. and we, we've just been embraced by the scene early on, and we've seen how loyal the people in the scene are, and it's just such a beautiful thing. That's why we just, we love touring with reggae bands, and we love, you know, the vibes of the shows, and, and all the bands are just great people. There's, you know, there's not a lot of big egos, it seems like, and it's just, um, we're just huge fans of the scene, so that, no matter, like, and, and we, we can be diverse, like we've, we've, like we've toured with, you know, classic rock acts, we play jam festivals, we tour jam bands, but, um, but reggae scene is one thing we're always going to come back and do, because we're such huge fans. Nice. That's awesome, man. I, I, uh, I, I, it's just so interesting to hear you guys talk about your sound and, and finding a home in the reggae scene, but then also having a sound that's, you know, kind of um, couldn't really be put in a box and maybe has influences from other areas. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that in this album, you guys were very intentional about, you know, all right, what is our sound? You know, what, what are, who are we as a band? What do we want this to sound like? I'm curious can can you put that into words from your perspective? Maybe like what you guys went into this, like you know, in, intentionally um, trying to go with. I, I don't. I'm just. I, I'd be interested to hear your words of maybe what you guys were going for with this album. Yeah, um, we basically taking all the elements that we you know we love from from reggae, from blues, from from rock and an alternative, and um, kind of condensing it and not like I said before, not having it be to all over the place where it goes from, you know, totally different genres into the next, like have an underlying theme. And we found the best way um, for us is like that alternative rock style. Um, Cause that was the music that I grew up loving and it the music that fit my voice the best. Um, so I wanted to really um, have a chance to let the vocals shine on this one, um, have music that, that truly fits the vocals and gave Kevin a chance to shine on the guitar as well. Mm-hmm. So, we we basically you know have this 
alternative rock album with these undertones of the reggae and the blues and um and i hope that you know that that people really dig it i hope that they um think it flows well from front from first to last song because i think it does yeah and uh yeah and this is also like the first record we really well it's our second record but it's the first one we really wrote like every song together on the first one it'd be like he wrote a song i wrote a song but on this one we really worked together on like every single song which was really cool for sure that's awesome no, that's, uh, I, I, I imagine that it'll definitely, um, you know, flow from, from, uh, beginning to end. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, and, and, uh, you know, one thing you mentioned earlier, you talked about, you know, being, being creative during this kind of, you know, down period with the quarantine mm-hmm. and everything going on and being bummed out. You had two massive tours, um, you know, get postponed. Uh, one thing I know you guys did and I was super excited about it was extension music fest, uh, with reggae 360. And I know you guys killed it on the live stream. Um, Thank you. yeah, dude, no, it was one of my favorites and watch you guys do your thing was, was, uh, truly epic. I'm curious dude, have you guys done like other, you know, live streams since and you know, what's that whole vibe like for you from your perspective? And also do you see it being like a, you know, something that, that keeps going even after we start doing live shows a little bit more and more and that opens up, do you see it being like, you know, um, something here to stay? Um, so that's, yeah. Like when, when it first started, um, that was like the huge thing. And then I feel like it's kind of died down a little bit, but I do feel that, um, there's a definite room for it, especially, you know, I, I love when music festivals live stream, like every year I, I watch the Bonnaroo live stream, the Coachella live stream, like, you know, and that's how I find a lot of uh, like new bands that, that I enjoy. Cause I, I like to see bands live instead of just mm-hmm. listening to the records. Um, but we actually, we, we uh, about like a, I'd say over a year ago, we started doing uh, a weekly live stream um, every Monday night and we called it give Monday some respect. And um, it was just a way for us to check in with the fans. And so we were doing that even before the lockdown started. Oh, wow. um, and every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, no matter if we were home or, or on tour, even if we had a show that night, we'd say hi backstage and then go on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we've we've uh, put it on hold for a little bit. Just We did it you know, for the first few months of quarantine, but um, there's only so much we can do still being stuck at home. So we try to – we're doing a little uh, – uh, fewer now just because so it doesn't get monotonous and you know but um but every time we have a release we're gonna do one so we'll be live next monday night because tributor is dropping um but yeah i mean i think that you know even when live shows get back i think i think streaming will be more of a thing than it was before the quarantine yeah. for sure like i think bands see the value in it even if you're gonna live stream your your live show you know it doesn't have to be a something you do from home it can be you know set up a camera at the live show so people who are are in the city can watch it or people who are in the city and can't make it or something you know but i think yeah i think it's it's probably here to stay for sure um one thing i want to ask you guys going back to the album route for one second you had nate featured on there with troubadour and by the time this drops we're hours away or it's only days old so it's awesome that we got some new music coming out. Um, Ayaterra, I, I find to be a very inspirational band, the message and music, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I imagine working with Nate had to be a really great time. Question I have is with Absolutely. the expansive amount of genres that you guys are playing and working within, what is your like, and not to put you on the spot, but 
Is there a feature that you've had in mind? Is there some artists that you've had in mind that you really want to collaborate with that you haven't had the chance to do so yet? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll start. I mean, I'd say, uh, so we've done, we've toured, uh, we've done three runs with G-Love and he's one of our favorites. And uh, so we've been trying to get him on a track. We're still working on that. Um, and after getting to know the Iration dudes, I, was loved, I would love to get, you know, Micah on a track. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, getting to work with Nate after after sharing the road with him for a few months um was awesome um i'm glad he it's 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 uh and it's not totally a reggae song and that's why i love the the contrast i love having his voice on it because he's such a good singer and he uh, i always thought his voice could uh, suit well in other styles also and even even he said after the track was done he's like it was so refreshing to do something that's not like my normal thing it was really fun for me to explore you know Mm -hmm. uh, a different kind of sound so we're very excited to you know get that one out but yeah um maybe have johnny cosmic um or even scott produce nice. something for us definitely that would be, be sweet because scott's never produced something that's not you know straight reggae so i feel like he i want to really pick his brain and see if he can you know expand and do some like trippy stuff on like an alternative song or you know oh, something yeah. like that you like, nailed it. yeah especially yeah, I would, with the i would quality. love to hear that yeah yeah for sure, yeah. Yeah, I would love to go work in Oakland with them. That'd be amazing. I would love for you guys to go work with him in Oakland as well. That'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> we'll work on that, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, you know what, that's uh, – so So those are a couple couple potential things that, that, that we could see um, happen. And just talking about, you know, um, collaborations and who you guys would want to vibe with. What if we change that question up a little bit? What if we went dead or alive, just all time? What would be like your, your top, like all time collaborations? Let's open that up a bit. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> we'll have to think about. Well, my, I mean, my favorite, my favorite band of all time is actually is the Doors. That's why I play keyboard bass. Yes. Um, and just giving, you know, I feel like Jim would be too crazy to work with. So maybe Ray. Maybe I'd have Ray play some keys. That would be absolutely amazing. Because he's, yeah, he's the reason I do the keyboard bass. He's been a massive inspiration on me. Oh, wow. Um, I love, uh, I grew, you know, I love the Smiths as well. Maybe not Morrissey now, but a younger Morrissey would have been cool. <laughs> young, cool, uh, F the man Morrissey, not today's Morrissey. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe like, oh, if we got like Brad from Sublime, oh, yeah, do like yeah. a freestyle on the yes. song. Oh yeah, man, be insane. But and we love, you know, and we love the slightly stupid guys too. And we've gotten to hang with Kyle a few times, and I would just love to get him on something. Um, a massive fan. Yeah, oh, yeah. His yeah. energy with your music, put all that together. I mean, oh, I'd be we were talented too. But you, you know, Kevin and Kyle have a little guitar off. It'd be some sick shit. I would. Yeah, love. that'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Talking about inspiration, stuff like that, you know, artists that have kind of made you guys want to be where you are. I mean, you guys have been playing live music since you were really young. I mean, almost nobody starts playing shows when they're preteens. You know, that's crazy. How have you guys stayed happy and motivated and still wanting to do the same thing with each other through this many years? Is it just this is always what you want to do and you're focused or are there like ups and downs emotionally for you? There's definitely uh, ups and downs, but but it it is always what we've always wanted to do, and we knew we knew pretty early on, like those first couple of years of high school, I knew that that's absolutely what I wanted to do. I 
was obsessed with you know going on tour like we hadn't toured at that time yet and I, I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world i did not want to go the regular college route and i wanted to just you know go from city to city i didn't want to be in one place um so i knew yeah we knew pretty early on what we wanted to do and but it was a definitely a a, a roller coaster to get you know because we've you know we had gone through like few different managers we've gone through like a few different producers we've been promised a lot of things early on and promises weren't fulfilled or people try to take advantage of us early on uh monetarily and uh so it was and like just you know all we knew we didn't when we started we really didn't know anyone in the music business all we knew was we loved playing live and we knew that every time we played live we picked up a few different fans so we knew that's the only, that's what we knew is how do we get bigger? Let's just go play and, and meet people and, and build it organically. And, you know, shows kept leading into more shows. And then someone sees you who has a big connection. And then we got the dates with Chicago early on. And then one of them had Aria Speedwagon on it as well. And then, like, then we're, you know, then we toured with Butch Trucks from the Allman Brothers. And then, um, but then, you know, there was ups and downs because you go on a tour like that. But then we still didn't have management at that time. So when we're off that tour, we're like, okay, when's the next tour? We have no one working on that. So, you know, so we knew we needed help. And like I said, we went through a few different managers and then finally found our boy, David Parnes, who um, totally changed our whole lives, changed our career. Uh, we started working with him in... 2016? Yeah. No, summer of 2017. And then within a few months, we were on tour with G11 Special Sauce. And then since then, yeah. Since then, it's been like nothing but up until like... March 2020, basically. <laughs> yeah. So now we're in another, you know, roller coaster part, but we're uh, we're hopeful of yeah, we're going to come out ahead. So that's awesome, man. You you, you mentioned David Parnes, and that's actually a name that you know um, I know Mark Mark Lemay from Reggae 360s uh, worked with David, and you just you, you literally just said that he changed you guys the trajectory of your career, which is awesome. Can mm -hmm. you talk that's a little great. bit more about uh, David and what he does and just like, he sounds like he's just the man, but I'm kind of curious uh, if you guys could get into that. Yeah, he's the man. Um, some, some call him Jesus. <laughs> um, no, he's just, he's, you know, he, he reached out. Actually, I posted a song in Stick Figure Family Facebook page um, 2017, and he just kind of messaged me and said, uh, you know, send me more music. I like, I like the vibe. And then we talked and I could tell from like the first, first conversation that he knew everything there is to know about the music business. <laughs> um, and at the time he was managing Oogie Wawa, another great band uh, yes. from the scene. Um, he used to do, um, he used to co-manage Inner Circle, legendary, the, the, uh, the legendary reggae band. And then, um, yeah, we kept talking and then we, we put together a great plan of, of playing shows and, and, networking and he's just we've we've learned so much from him about the business yeah i mean at first because we, we we would get those obviously in playing the, the bar scene we'd get those things all those messages all the time like do hit me up i can i can make you big like i can take you know and uh so we were thinking oh this is just another crazy dude so um but we you know we followed through and then they're like oh shit this guy might be real <laughs> um and then so yeah well, but he, he hustles. He, he worked his ass off for us, and we wouldn't trade for anything. Um, we have such a tight bond that um, 
that I don't see a lot of other bands have with their management, which I feel very lucky to have that. Like, he, he's our friend. He's the third Reese brother. Um, he's not just somebody who is just a professional relationship. He's someone that we really trust and have this great personal vibe with, um, which is very important to all of us. Um, and we're, yeah, we're just, uh, yeah, we're just lucky to have him, I'd say. <clears throat> That's awesome. For sure, That's man. Awesome. Stick, stick family is something else. I mean, I've been a part of that group for a real long time. And mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to what it's become. It's become a, a huge monster of a Facebook group. I mean, it kinda like, I will say I like the good old days where it was like all these just good vibes and you kind of knew who everybody was. And now it's just right, right. too much. Right. I threw out the stick figure family sticker here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man, it, it's I think the, the cool thing is, is we talked a little bit about this community and we've talked how this community supports each other. I'm definitely a poster boy for loving this community and what it can do for each other. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the really cool things about fishing in that pond of stick figure family. Not that it was intentional, but that kind of is the difference is like that comes straight from this community to help lift. And it doesn't mean it's always going to be a perfect relationship, but mm-hmm. it is nice that the intention is there to grow. And it wasn't like, uh, you know, the person that saw you at the bar type of situation it's like there's a lot more faith that goes into it and exactly um just a big shout out to this community for that support and for having those open ears and initiative to hear people reach out and do it and for you guys to trust it and for it all to come full circle to be almost three years later and i mean outside of quarantine you guys are tearing it up i mean you have new content coming out you're just talking about you're with david recording just was it two days ago Mm -hmm. Uh, looked like a pretty amazing set can you talk about that a little bit Oh yeah, we're uh, we're, yeah, we were heading down to play this 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 party this past weekend, and when we're halfway there. Uh, Dave was like, "Do you have like all all, all your gear?" I'm like, "What? We do another show?" He's like, "Yeah, uh, we're gonna film. We're gonna do like this ten hour video shoot <laughs> in this like beautiful like empty theater, and it's gonna be awesome." So I'm like, "Well, hell yeah, that sounds amazing." So um, yeah, it was such an awesome experience um so it felt so good to be like in a real venue again there was a backstage there was a you know the lighting the sound it was it was yeah Kevin, it's like, you travel <laughs> how many guitars do you travel with man there was a lot there. Uh, yeah at the moment i only travel with two but the uh the venue supplied oh, okay um, <laughs> it was like 13 guitars that they put around me <laughs> around the setups uh, for the shot it looked super sick yeah we got uh uh, shots with the grand piano, shots with you know a bunch of different guitars. We had a couple more musicians join us, um, and that is something we're um, looking to do uh, for for when we start to play shows again next year. Um, we're looking to bring you know a couple more musicians out full time with us um, for like probably for half the show, maybe a little more than half. Because um, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Black Keys, and I and for a while they toured us just a duo. And then um, when the songs got a little more complicated, they brought in a few more musicians to fill in the sound. Sure. And that's what it's kind of getting with, with the new album. Um, we're definitely feeling like we're kind of limited as the duo um, to play some of these new songs. So um, we're going to start, you know, really looking for, you know, a full-time touring bassist and drummer going into next year. Um, half the show, we'll always keep the duo aspect of, and then half the show, we're going to build it up into this full band thing that I think... Um, I think it'd be the best of both worlds because I think you know for the for the fans who'd like just us you know as the duo and, and you know the dynamic there we'll always have that in the show but also um, 
we'll bring it up and make the sound even bigger with a couple more badass players. Hell yeah, that's awesome. When you guys record and write songs, are you recording and writing them, planning on doing them as a duo or planning on writing it as more of a studio record and not really worrying about that? Right, like as this one was coming along, we we're you know we were kind of starting to realize that um, we might not be able to play some of these as a duo because they they had like a bigger sound, um, and some of the drum beats you know were a little more complicated. I'm like, oh, I don't think I could do this with one hand. So I'm like, you know, um, but we didn't go into it, you know, saying that it just kind of happened. Um, but yeah, what did you say? Yeah. Nothing to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of uh, content, uh, one brand that I see you guys working with a lot and putting out some really fire content is uh, Sugar Shack. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious. What, what's that relationship like? Because you guys do a lot of work with them, man. Is it because they're in your backyard or are they family? Or like, uh, t- Talk about that uh, relationship with Sugar Shack and, and what fans can uh, – can go and, and check out on YouTube with you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, start? we met them at a show. We were playing um, back in 2016, um, kind of when they first started getting recognition in the reggae scene. And um, they, after the show, they're like, you guys should come down and do a session. Well, I had, ex- um, I had emailed them. We had met them oh, yeah, before. before that, yeah. Because yeah. We we've been huge fans of the channel before we were, way before we were on it. Um, that's how we found a lot of reggae bands we loved. Um, but I think at that time, this was 2017. I think at that point, the only like huge bands they had gotten were like the green and there was a few, few more. So yeah. it definitely wasn't what it is today. Um, and I just emailed them and sent them some, some songs. And I was like, you know, we are huge fans. Um, we're you know, we're huge fans of the channel. We'd love to come out down and, and do something. And I, I don't think I heard back for a while. And then we ran into them at a show. We met them for the first time at, uh, like it was maybe rise up or something. And I'm like, hey, I emailed you guys. Did you see it? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't see it. So like the next day, then they emailed us and gave us some dates. And we were, we were thrilled. Um, and we just, yeah, we, I think, you know, we were one, I, you know, one of the first bands to go down there because this was early on. And we just, you know, hit it off. We developed a great relationship. We're, we're such huge fans. And um, like and from that point, like any show we go to, there's always somebody in the crowd that, came to the show just because of Sugar Shack. So that's, they have that, you know, um, reputation, you know, across the scene and across the, the country. Um, yeah, like our, our video for um, Momentum is, the loop one is almost at a million plays, which is crazy. Wow, yeah, um, that's awesome. Damn. Yeah, it's the, the growth of that channel is really, over the last, three, you know, two, three years, it's been crazy. And, and we, yeah, we noticed every show there's, there's a person, like we saw you on Sugar Shack, so we had to come out. <laughs> That's really cool. <clears throat> yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's about uh, about three hours south of us, southwest corner of Florida, and it's just it is like a little little shack, you know, a little house. And then then you walk around the corner, and there's that iconic bench and those iconic tiki lights, and it's like it looks smaller in person for sure, but it's like like damn, this is so cool. Um, and the dudes are just great, and and they don't charge the bands to film them. It's kind of a mutual relationship where they promote us and we promote them at the same time. And yeah, what they've been able to do for, to help out bands who can't, you know, a lot of bands when we're, when they're starting out, just like us, like we couldn't afford to pay yeah. for a professional shoot like that. And when, what they do is just give bands opportunity to put content out and can really, you know, 
kickstart Van's career really yeah yeah that, that's pretty awesome they're they're definitely epic and and uh i'm always everything they put out i'm i'm watching um i, oh, I got a question yeah. for you guys completely off topic but just just talking to you both i can i can see kind of how down to earth you guys are and 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 humble is a word that comes to mind as well and you know thinking about your career you guys had so much success at a young age you know i i, I gotta think like there's got to be a lot of like pitfalls and and uh you know, things that, that, you know, it must be very easy to maybe go down the wrong path, having that kind of success and freedom. And I mean, I, I you know, I'm a nobody and I had a, <laughs> a tough time for 16 to 18 to uh, 34, but um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just wondering like, what, what kept you guys like grounded and, and like, what do you attribute being able to get through that? Um, is that just maybe the people behind you in your corner or like, did you maybe you didn't see that side of it? I'm just kind of curious if you could speak on that. I mean, we're definitely thankful we have a really supportive family. Um, like our parents in the beginning would come to every show. They would help us with the gear. They were, you know, sometimes they even sell merch. If we didn't have anybody to help us out with. Um, so we've had a great support system. And then, um, but I think with us, it's the, it's the drive. Like um, we weren't like, we were never like satisfied at, at the level we were at. Like we, and we're like we're still not like so i mean that's why i think you know yeah i mean i've you know people say that we're humble and i really i really appreciate it but like for us it's like we haven't hit where we want to go yet so like so i i have no room to be you know there's no room to be arrogant or anything when we're we've so far to go so like anytime we you know it's like you know we're cross country with ayatera let's I'm, I'm like hell yeah that's awesome but then like how do we get to that headline spot? You know, like how do we get, so it's always, it's always, uh, there's always uh, room to grow and the drive, just drive to get bigger and better at our craft always keeps us moving forward. And, and, you know, awesome. Nah, dude, I like it. I like it, man. Well, you guys deserve all the success. So that's, that's, uh, that's thank you so much, man. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm wondering another completely off topic question, but this is just coming from my own curiosity. Um, you know, obviously being brothers, like that's gotta be a different experience being a band with your brother versus like, you know, other bands where it's like a lifelong friend or mm -hmm. hell, even sometimes just somebody that responded to like a Craigslist ad, yeah. you know, we, we've heard that story before. Um, from your perspective, like, like, uh, how is that different? Like, be, like having your your bandmate be your brother. I mean, obviously that's got to be a, a positive thing. But I'm kind of curious, you guys' thoughts. Yeah, I think it definitely is because we were both like the end of like middle school, beginning of high school. We were in a band with a few other kids, and that's what, around the point we knew we were starting to get serious about music. And we were kind of noticing that none of the other kids were taking it seriously, or or you know. So we're like, why don't we just go off on our own, like? we're the only ones in this band who are really caring. Let's, let's just do it ourselves. And then, um, we lived in the same house. We could practice together whenever we wanted. There's no scheduling of, you know, Oh, someone has soccer practice. They can't make rehearsal. Like not like, you know, we can do it. You know, we can work as much as we want. Um, and, and the other sets down. And I'm also cause he's family. I'm not, I'm not afraid to yell at him. He's not afraid to yell at me. <laughs> we correct each other. Um, we haven't we've never came to a fist fight yet, but, but we spent yeah. a lot of hours in vans and almost, but, but I think, yeah, um, I think it's a great, I, I love on stage. We can improvise with each other. Like a lot of times I'll see he's, 
he's just in the zone with the solo and I'm like, I don't want to end the song right now. I want to see where he takes this. And we have that kind of unspoken bond. I just you look at him and I'll you know keep the song going and let him go off and, or he'll do the same. Um, but yeah, I do feel this, this bond on stage with him that, you know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That is awesome. Appreciate it. Respect. Respect. Put some respect on my name. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, man. That's uh that's cool, man. It's so awesome listening to you guys talk and, and uh I'm just so stoked for this album. When when do you guys have an official release date? I mean We do. Uh, uh, September eighteenth. September eighteenth. Okay. So we got we got the single uh this Friday. Hopefully people are listening to this on a Thursday. So, you know, um look out for that with with uh Ayater on there. And then, yeah, yeah. then we've got the album coming. Are you guys releasing anything else in between that, or? Um, um this will be no. This will be the last uh, single before the record. Um, but um, but we're going to be doing a live, a live stream. I think the night, the night of the night before, the night before the album drops. Yeah. So the album will drop at midnight on the seventeenth. So we're doing a whole live stream where we're going to play the album live front to back the night before. So yeah, I'm uh, excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the fourth and, and and last single on the record before the record comes out. So um, we were stoked to, obviously, really stoked to get to get Nathan on this track. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 huge. Well, um, man, no, no, that's that. You guys have a lot of. Uh, you guys are gonna come out of this quarantine with a lot of momentum um, off this album. Are you? Is, are you guys starting to talk about like, you know, maybe a, a tour for the album next year or things? You're starting to talk about maybe what's going to happen after, uh, you know, hopefully we, we uh, get past where we're at or, or is it maybe too early to start having those conversations? Yeah. It's such a weird time um, in the business. Like all, all these, you know, all these big agencies have lost like half their, you know, agents and yeah. cause it's, it's crazy. Like these agents have no income right now cause the bands have no income. So um, it's, and it's, you know, it's so annoying because promoters obviously they want to put shows on but they don't want to take the risk because people are going to complain and then like if anything happens it's all it's on their ass you know um so it's it's tough but we are you know if it's looking like this is going to keep dragging on then we're start we're going to start to look at doing some kind of a tour where we could do it like drive-in style or socially distanced tour like something because um we definitely want to get back out there and play these new songs um so you know we'll do whatever we have to do to just to start touring again. Yeah. However, they say it's safe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. Uh, I, I. I. It's. Yeah. It is a crazy. It is a crazy time, and I couldn't imagine that. Uh, you know, a, a, a drive-in show would be tight, man. A socially distanced concert would be tight. Anything would be tight. Actually, I was just talking to Evan before we started recording. Like, I just I had a vision of like that feeling you get walking into a venue surrounded mm, oh, by yeah. people. I mean, we're in the Boston area. So, um, you know, even a place like Brighton music hall, man, just like that mm-hmm. feeling of walking in and seeing all the people and the, uh, just the energy in Nothing there. Like, right. I, I can't wait yeah. for that. I'm so ready for it. Um, Nothing like it. That's why, you know, over the weekend when we did that, that filming, like we walked into a real theater and like, yeah. there's the, the smell of the, the, the stage and the curtains. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's perfect. <laughs> It brought back so many good feelings. The dressing room, I, I just, you know, I love venues and I love the feeling, you know, to me, venues are, are churches, you know, like venues are such a sacred oh, yeah. ground. So. 
Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, man, what would be some advice, okay, from the Reese brothers who have lived the dream and have, have chased, you know, their passion and done something that they wanted to? Like, what would you tell somebody else that's maybe trying to do something in their life? Maybe it's not music. Maybe it's something that they're, you know, maybe they want to be an accountant. I don't know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say to somebody trying to chase uh, their dream, seeing as you guys are in the process of doing that? I would say, you know, never stop working, stay humble, be be easy to work with is a big one. Mm. Um, be someone people want to work you with. You hear that, be Evan? Someone... Be easy to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean that. No. Um, and, uh, you know, don't think that certain things are beneath you. Like, if we had, you know, cause we played this one, like, seafood shack literally, like, a hundred times in the beginning, and, and that's where we met someone who led us to – uh to touring with chicago so like if if like for after the first 10 shows there we said oh this this sucks you know people are just eating clam chowder and not paying attention like like if we were, had your, stopped- were your parents more stoked about chicago or were you because that's that's like that's a that's a trippy get up right there i'm sorry man. Yeah, I, I love yeah. chicago but so no, for sure. um, my, yeah. no they obviously they were but we uh uh I actually been a fan. I, I we covered twenty five or sixty four, like, um, actually in one of our like first shows. Oh, yeah. So, um, I, I was just a huge fan of classic rock as a as a kid, um, and so yeah, I, that was, and that was our that was our first tour <laughs> was with them. So that's the way to um, go out and our start. Yeah, that's, sure. That's- but we were definitely spoiled, you know, because um, every show had catering. Every show had like the best like of everything backstage like oh my gosh buffets for you know yeah. and then like then we started to tour more on our own and we're like oh there's no buffet at this venue <laughs> <laughs> like we're at some tiny club in like omaha or something i'm like this, <laughs> this is different but yeah, like, so yeah like pellegrino like, what's yeah. This? Tap like water. damn they definitely spoiled us <laughs> but, uh, that's awesome sorry for my interruption there but that was just i had you said no, you Three times, and on the third time, I had to jump in and. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a it's a wild, it's definitely a weird story, but you know. That's awesome, though. Yeah, we're so lucky we got that experience early on, because the best lesson we learned, and that and that kind of goes back to the be easy to work with thing. Uh, the first, it was like one of the first shows. Um, it was with Chicago and REO, and we were the first, and we had 15 minutes set. Uh, we were in Atlanta, and the tour manager of Chicago says, all right, you guys got 15 minutes. If you play 16 minutes, you'll never play with us again. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So like that night we ended a minute early, like just to be safe. Like, and that's, that's the thing. Like that's, that was such an eye opener. Like, okay, this is not just a gig. This is a, they run this thing like a machine. Like, and that's what, that's how you gotta be, you know, to get to their level, you have to treat it as professional as possible, obviously. So that was, you know, cool to learn those lessons so early on yeah awesome hey so you know we we touched on the album we touched on the single that's coming out i mean there's obviously a lot for fans to be excited about um there's also a side project too which i think we we talked a little bit about echoing dream i mean i think for for any Mm -hmm. fans of you guys we we uh wouldn't be doing them justice if we didn't bring that up as well can you guys talk about you know, that project and, and maybe let people know uh, what to look out for or um, maybe what that's about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, 
I started the project um, this year, and thanks. Like the silver lining is, I got to you know to release all my Echoing Dream music this year because the quarantine has mm. been working. It's it's a lot easier to produce my solo stuff and kind of reggae stuff than it is Reese Brothers stuff because there's just a lot more to you know Reese Brothers tracks. But um, yeah, I released I released an EP, uh, three singles. Um, just released a song with Kyle Ahern from Revolution. Um, that one is sick. They have like a guitar battle on that. Dude, yeah, he's ridiculous. <laughs> he's one of my favorite guitarists in, in the whole genre. So to you know to collaborate with him was a dream. And Revolution's really the first reggae rock band that um, got me into this whole scene. So it's full circle for sure. And then I'm plan planning to do like a EP or a full album later this year too. Um, got a lot more features in the works. Um, trying to work with uh, Jesse from Oogie Wawa on a song. Um, Kyle, Kyle Rising from Sensi Trails. Yes. Got something in the works. Um, a great band out of Santa Barbara called Sideways. I'm um, going to yeah. do a uh, track with them. So I, I really just, you know, been reaching out to whoever I can to try to collaborate with in this time. It's been fun. Awesome. And this project is more like a. Like you're you're more liberal with the reggae sound, the reggae vibes on it. Is that right? That's yeah, it's it's straight, pretty much straight reggae dub. Um, nice. Little little electronic uh, here and there, and a lot of guitar work for sure. Damn, you know everyone's talking about how 2020 is a bad year, but I mean we got this, this these these projects coming out, man. We got a new Reese Brothers album. Maybe it's not so bad, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's starting to look up, man. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. That's uh. That's awesome, man. That's that's so cool. Well, I, you know, just getting a chance to catch up with you guys, like I said, um, you know, that's big for me. Reggae 360, we were massive fans of you guys. You, you, you did Extension Music Festival. Obviously, any music you guys put out, man, we try to we try to support and big up because, um, you know, we just love what you guys do. And I know you guys know Brett and you guys go back. And and uh, I, I'll just say I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the rest of the year brings. I'm going to sit on the sidelines and, and just be a fan. And definitely I'm going to pre-save that album and that That's single uh, with Nate from Ayaterra, Troubadour, coming out this Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 just grateful for you guys joining us today. Oh, uh, thank you guys thank so you. much for having us. Like we, uh, you guys have supported us so much. You know, um, since the beginning of our, you know, our, you know, since we put out our first record. So we appreciate all the support you've given us over the years, and uh, hope to keep you know this relationship going. You know, on into the future as we, you know, because that means a lot to us. So I appreciate you guys. Sure. 100%, yeah. man. You guys are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. It's just getting better and better and better and better. And it was already so damn good in the first place. So just keep on building, Thank man. You, man. Yes. It means a lot. Yeah. No, Brett, good. I'm surprised, man. You didn't have any Arizona-centric questions, man? No. I was just trying to be respectful of the platform. But, I mean, I will say this much. <laughs> I will say this. Like, you know, we did talk a little bit about Arizona the last time I talked to him. So beyond Arizona, the – just real quick, because this is a, a podcast featuring new music. So we are going to be featuring some new music this week. And obviously, Echoing Dream is a part of that. Beautiful Dream is a part of that. And the more I have, I got a chance to talk to Kevin on the Vibes Live radio show earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. And more and more that I listen to that track, dude, it's, it's exactly what I hope for. Like, it's that onion. There is more and more on it. There's more and more to listen to. And... At first, I had to go back and listen to it because you kind of sold yourself a little bit short being like, oh, Kyle blew the, the solo away. He did, but I honestly, like, don't, I'm not comparing, but 
I didn't realize when I was listening who was who, and then I watched the video. Dude, you fucking killed it. Like, that is... Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Like, again, like, the growth is beyond, you know, Arizona is super proud, but we're going to stand on the sideline because this is just going to be a pit stop along the way. And uh, just, yeah, sorry, broken record today, but just keep on doing it because it's fucking motivating as hell. You got to be humbled. You got to start somewhere. You know, I'm getting to grow. I'm getting to meet people like JB and Evan and Reggae360 yes, to help yes. grow. So we're all growing. We're all evolving. We're all seeing this happen in whatever form we can. And it takes that attitude. It takes that humbleness. It takes talent. But, you know, that personality is uh, going to just keep elevating the talent. So thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate all of you very much. Well said, Dan Brett. I- I was well, well said, well said. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, anyone listening, man, obviously look out for that single, check out that album uh, coming in September. Uh, check out the side project, uh, Echoing Dream, and just stay tuned to the Reese Brothers because they're doing big things. Thank you, boys. Thank you guys, Thank you guys so guys. much. Appreciate Peace. it. Respect. Peace. Respect. Hey. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. We'll talk to you guys too. Appreciate Sounds good. You. Take it easy, boys. Take care. Thank you. everybody welcome back that was the reese brothers right here on for the vibes it feels so good to talk to them every single time because they are just two of the most humbling welcoming cool kids around i just uh, appreciate their attitude their drive and their music and uh then taking the time to come chill with us here for the vibes it's uh it's always a damn good thing but now we got to get back to the business we got to review this music from this week JB, why don't you kick it off, man? I know you got some things to say. Tell us what's coming up, and let's give the people some thoughts on this brand new music. Brett, I, I promise you, man, I always have some things to say, dude. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I, uh, I I agree with you 100%, man. The, the Reese brothers were uh, amazing. Those guys are – the craziest thing of it all, man, is those guys are so talented. It's, like, yeah. so down to earth. But then they're also just these, like – insane next level musicians and speaking of next level musicians we've got some songs to review so we're about to do i don't know maybe uh half a dozen if that sounds right 
you know, from last Friday, let the people know what we think, play a little snippet, talk about it, and then we're going to get people a positive thought that we can get out of here. So, Evan, why don't you go ahead and get us started, man. Steer the ship. Captain the ship, man. Starting us up. Questions, man. What a beautiful song, man. I feel like this is a song any reggae head will love, you know, and 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 I love the whole vibe of it. I love the voice inflection. I love the saxophone. I love the the message. You know, this is just like that old school reggae feel. And, you know, there there really is, you know, one question that we really just can't answer. And 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 that's, you know, how to explain human consciousness and i think that this song kind of gets at that the one thing science can't really answer is why the fuck are we here man how did we get this <laughs> conscious uh you know uh being and and um other questions that i'd like to answer to is you know why, why is reggae 360 not the biggest news media outlet in the world and that's a question no one can answer yet but all in all man this song was tight dude. <laughs> like i could uh, throw this song on and listen to it uh you know any time of day man i i, I really dig uh chawa's vibes and um also admittedly i haven't heard too much chawa before so i'm gonna have to go back and, and dig into that catalog dig into the crates and really uh you know see what chawa's all about but all in all just fire song i don't know what you guys think i thought it was a little bit sleepy and sneaky all in a good way you know what i mean like uh it it was a song that almost like I visualize somebody who might have just gotten arrested <laughs> and he's like waiting to talk to his lawyer. He's like, I got questions, but I ain't got answers. And he's not going to say anything till the lawyer is present. And I know that's not the vibe that they were going for, but it was kind of pink Panther-ish, Panther sneaky vibes. Like, I don't, I liked it. I think the saxophone gave it that extra feel, but um, yeah, man, I, I'm not familiar with them. This is my first uh, time hearing them and hearing about them. So, you know, that's what this is all about. More exposure, more time, more bands, more uh, more flavors for the palate. So definitely dug it. Man, anytime you can, uh, you know, refer to a song 
by one of the seven doors, you know, you're doing something right. <laughs> Sleepy and sneaky. Uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I like it, man. I feel that definitely. Um, Evan, you, a lot of times can't answer any questions that I have for you. Um, what'd you think, dude? Me? Well, if you want a third take on the song, if that's what you want, I'll give it to you. No. Nope. I mean, oh. No, no, don't worry about it, actually. I think we're good. Oh, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll sit back here. Anyways, we're going to get to you anyways, because you don't tell me what you would not to do, JB. Um, well, I do have one question for you. So, going back to what I said, dude, the only question that science can't really answer that even Chawa doesn't have the answer for is human consciousness. Why are we here? How do you explain the conscious mind? And Evan, I'd like you to go ahead and take a stab at answering that one. Uh, we are here to listen to the For the Vibes podcast. Okay. Damn. So everyone listening to this right now, they're fulfilling their highest form of human consciousness. This is the pinnacle of consciousness. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Global telepathy, uh, interdimensional travel, that's all low-level stuff for the Vibes podcast right up here. Nice, dude. Global telepathy, as I said. Yeah, global <laughs> leprosy. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm just trying to go with the flow, Evan. Okay, JB, you're out of control over here, but the next song up is Go With The Flow. Kylo, Cat Hall. Banger. You know, in these crazy times, you got the trust to flow of life. You got to go with the flow, go with the flow. You got to go, go, go with the flow, sitting right in the middle. It's not the ups and the downs or the ins and the outs, sitting right in the middle of the ebbs and the flow. You got to go, go, go with the flow, sitting right in the middle. Yes, cut It's not the ups or the downs or the ins and flow kylo and cat hall what a combination man what a uh uh just a beautiful blend of styles Brad, what'd you think of this song man i saw you, you know, i saw you bobbing your head a little bit while we were listening yeah to it, man. i didn't want that one to end yo i i actually <laughs> wanted to keep going with the flow i liked it i like that it's like you know one of my first times listening to it and so I don't know it very well, but I'm thinking, man, it'd be nice if they kind of started like give me a little rap right there, like a little bit of a flow. And then it started and I was like, perfect. And so, yeah, I like the style. I like the balance. I like the feel. I like that vibe. If we're talking about for the vibes, well, that one definitely nails it for me, man. I feel all those vibes, good track and uh, definitely go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go with the flow, man. I'm a, I'm a big go with the flow guy. Everyone knows that. Um, it's, it's crazy, too. The song starts out by saying, um, in these crazy times, man, if that's not the most corona shit ever, in these, 
I'm glad they didn't right. say in these uncertain times, but uh, <laughs> in these crazy, in these crazy, certainly times. crazy. That's for sure. That's true, man. But I, I love the whole message of it not being, you know, the ups or the downs, kind of being right in the middle of the ebb and flow. And I love Cat Hall's voice; is is powerful. Honestly, Cat Hall can tell me anything, and and I'll listen, man. She's uh, she's got a really uh, tight voice. It's kind of like uh, Gwen Stefani mixed with a little Amy Winehouse jazz mm-hmm. Rasta, just deep, powerful. Um, and Kylo uh, can flow, man. Kylo's got a real kind of grizzled, mature sound. Like I, you know, he's just got bars, dude. And and uh, I thought the the blending of the styles was was perfect. And um, you know, just the message, just saying, you know, sh- like I'm fine with the choices I've never made, or the highest of the high will always guide you. I mean. This is a slabber, dude. This is uh, alarm clock music. Now I'll put this on my, hey. on my phone to wake up to it, man. I might dilated. <laughs> I might eat some shrooms and go listen to this and uh, <laughs> realize that it holds the meaning to life, man. You know, I, I, who knows, man? Um, but a but a great a great song with great energy and a great message. It's what we needed. It's what everybody needed. I don't know. This is my jam. I like this one. Yeah. Shout out to Dilated People's Alarm Clock Music. Yes. I didn't even catch that reference, dude. I forgot you're 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 a big rap guy, dude. You I, love it was just my dilated Tourette's happened right there. Sorry. It was like <laughs> dilated D dilated peoples. <laughs> uh that's awesome, man. Um, but yeah, man, Kylo. I, I'm I'm interested to see more from from Kylo and uh, you know, doing a song with Cat Hall is a great way to get on the For the Vibes podcast and Cat Hall is the shit. Um Evan, I think we got another uh, banger up next, dude. What do you think? I think we do. Nice. I think we got the song Things You Can't Control by Soja Ooh. and Trevor Young. Ooh. Do it to him. Another powerful message to go from go with the flow to don't worry to worry about things you can't control. Don't worry about things you can't control. I feel like the theme of the songs this week are love songs and just telling everyone like what we need to hear during these trying times. Uh, and it's kind of funny too because I exclusively worry about things I can't control. <laughs> I mean, that's like the story of my life, dude. So finally, 
Trevor Young is telling me what I need to hear, man. This is a happy song, positive energy. You know, I feel like I'm floating down a river, uh, maybe with like a, I don't know, some sort of an IPA um, in my hand. Maybe I might go you plant a seed. Uh, that's what I feel like listening to this. Uh, this is like good, like cardio music, man. You might be on the bike or, or, uh, you know, some, some kind of a cardio machine, just jamming this man. It's like subliminal positive vibes, right? Right into your cerebral cortex, dude. Uh, the via Soja and Trevor Young. And again, man, it's just a, it's a reminder that we all need. And I love Soja's vibe. I'm, I'm ready for a Soja album, man. Hopefully that's on, on the way. And they're fucking huge, man. They have got over half a million followers on Instagram. That's crazy, man. Soldiers got an army. They got an army of yeah. fans. So that's right. Um, Literally, what it stands for, right? Soldiers at Jaws Army, soldier, and uh, yeah, so, soldiers on Jaws Army's army. <laughs> the <laughs> army's got an army. That's crazy. Yeah, man. That's how good they are. Yeah, damn. I mean, they they bring the authentic authenticity to the music, to the scene, to the group. You know, they are literally world renowned reggae artists and um every time i've seen them live it just they're they're one band that i love the studio albums but i feel like the live performance every single time i've seen them live has just i hate to use the expression trumped but has trumped the album because it's just so amazing and i can't wait for live music to come back can't wait for soja to get back and i can't wait to just experience soja one more time live whenever that time is going to be i'm ready for it guys i'm ready for it yes yeah we should go on tour going to shows on tour together when this is all done because i'm ready for shows i'm ready to just go to shows full time i don't need a job i don't need any of that i just want to see music amen Dying without it. you heard it here first man for the vibes on the run don't worry you about know. things you can't control <laughs> uh so true man this that's and that's the crazy thing is that you know during all this quarantine bullshit you know like we're it's almost like when 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 there are crazy things going on in the world like art thrives you know it's like art reflects what's going on in the world when there's turmoil in the world that like inspires creativity and and you know people turn to art as an outlet and i feel like we're just getting amazing music right now and i don't know if it's because everyone's going through it and like you know finally channel it we're hearing what people channeled their energy into um but i mean damn dude that's just one upside of everything that's going on man we're getting great music right now so uh i'll choose to be positive on that thought but anyway um speaking of dope music evan i know dude i know that you have another fire song lined up. Well, let's see what you know. We've got a song Far Away by Gary Dredd and Rasun. Did I get that right? R- Rasun? How else yeah. would you have pronounced uh, it? That's how I would have said it. I mean, he's not like Ross Blank, so Rasul works for me. Gary Rasun. Dredd. Yes. We know Gary Dredd and and and, and Rasan are going to put some magic together. And if you butcher that name, Evan, I'll pause, I'll, I'll apologize on your behalf because uh, this is a banger. So <laughs> do it.
As days go by I don't see a smiling face We'll be alright Our love is amazing grace I don't wanna live without you Need you right here by my side Ever since I found you I'm so glad you're in my life Jazz voice, it's just it's so soothing, man. And uh, far, far away, it's a love song, man. Again, another love song. You know, every time I go away, I'm never gonna leave you in the dark, man. That's a beautiful sentiment. You know, if you have a partner, if you have a loved one in your life, you know, when you go away, when you take a trip, when you you know have something to do, man, you keep them in the loop. You let them know what's going on. It's a sign of uh, love, you know, and, and it's expressed in the song. And, um, you know, I just, the, the, the only thing is Gary Dredd said, you know, I don't, I don't want to live without you, which on a fundamental level, I disagree with that mindset because I think that life is so rich that you have to live it. And then, you know, your partner compliments that, but the second you start thinking you can't live without him, then, you know, that can lead you down. But do you think that it's fair to feel that feeling and express it through music? I mean, we all feel irrational and dumb things. Absolutely, baby. That's the beauty of music. But you don't feel irrational or dumb ever, JB. I know you. You're you're a real logical, cool-headed guy. (laughs) I'm definitely a cool-headed guy. Um, (laughs) Is it because of the lack of hair? Wow, dude! Wow. In that case, dude, you got a you got a freaking you're a hothead, dude, because you got a mop. You got like a freaking muppet on top of your head, dude. Um, it looks like roadkill. Um, so <laughs> you just you interrupted me, dude. <laughs> completely lose track. He was mid flow, uh, mid flow. But you know what, man? This song, like like I said, man. This I just this song just makes me want to love again, man. It's you know, relationships a very loving thing, and and uh, you know, sometimes, man, you got to just sit your woman or your man down and put on some Gary Dread. You know, I can see maybe Gary Dread being a relationship counselor. And the one thing that I uh, I, I wish that had happened is that we could have somehow played the song longer so that we could hear uh, Ross soon. Uh, in his part, because he's got an awesome fucking voice, man. It is raw. It's deep. It's like it's a great contrast with Gary Dredd. And and um, he also said, no mountain too tall to stop me from being with you, which I also fundamentally disagree with. And I know, Evan, you're going to lecture me about being irrational and dumb or whatever or having feelings, uh, whatever that means. But I do think that if there was a mountain that was too tall, that would prevent me probably from <laughs> – not supposed you know. to take it too literally, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I have my limits. If it's a Kilimanjaro, I mean, we might have to find other partners in life, but you know, it's a good sentiment. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I love hearing Gary Dredd not behind the drum set, man. Like I haven't, you know, the more he's been playing, having the solo career and building, like the movement is always dope, but getting to hear his actual voice and getting to hear write music and perform the music. That to me is a is an awesome sentiment because the movement themselves is a force to be reckoned with, but then when you you splinter off from that and it's not even like 
the only correlation is that he's a drummer for the movement. Otherwise, if I never knew the movement, I would still like Gary Dredd, yes. his independent music, what he's putting out there. It's all sounding real good and real positive, a little overarching, but you know what? That's the love. That's the community. That's the, if you can feel that way, you can have those sentiments. I will tell you, I think it's a blessing, uh, but it's also a curse, but it's also a blessing. So, you know, we'll take what we can get where we can get it. Absolutely, man. Gary Dredd is a, He's a force, dude. He's a freaking force of nature. Yes, sir. Anyway, next up, man, we got something special. And we put this one towards the end so we could talk about it after after a uh, fire interview. Evan, why don't you let people know what we got? Up next, we got Beautiful Dream featuring Kyle Ahern from Echoing Dream, the side project. We spoke about one of our favorite Reese brothers. Let's hear it. some thoughts about this song man so many so many and they're all super positive i just want to say kevin reese keep it up dude you are doing some amazing work i love that uh reggae is so important to him that the the genre the community everything i mean the reese brothers collectively have definitely been a part of the reggae community um but as they evolve their sounds you know they're they're moving melodically to this alternative space to a more experimental space and so you know, I had a chance to talk to Kevin about it, and he was talking about this is his reggae outlet. And then his inspiration, Scott Woodruff, one of them, uh, being from Stick Figure. And he's, I mean, he's every instrument that you just heard other than the feature from Kyle Ahern, which is fire. It's just amazing that, like, this dream state is captured. It's put into a track, and that track gives you the feeling that he's imagining and trying to portray. And I think to me, again, that is one of the ultimate goals when you create music is that you create something that you love and you want others to feel exactly what you feel when you put into it. And there's nothing else to take away from any of the Echoing Dream tracks, but especially this one, except for, damn, 
like the guitar <laughs> playing i encourage everybody watch the music video because when you get to see this guitar solo and then the kind of the i don't want to call it a battle because it's the wrong word but the complimentary axe throwing that's going on between kevin and kyle it's just it's, it's dope i mean yeah. you know evan i'm new to this game but i heard about these certified bangers and, <laughs> and that's got to be something close to it i i would think that's it it's done that's the certified banger <laughs> nice nice Ed, nice yeah, man. Big, big shout out to those guys. Continue doing what you're doing. It's beautiful. Uh, I guess Kevin in this case, but he's staying inspired and supported by his brother. And as they come out and they're touring with more musicians, that means there's opportunities for this kind of music to be played live. So I'm really yeah. just looking forward to, uh, to what's to come from both Kevin and Charlie Reese. Yeah, man. Yes, well, well put, dude. I, one of the things that chips me out is just the way that things kind of like you know, work out, you know, and how things are connected. And I, you know, I think of, uh, Vanalia being on the, you know, sublime tribute album, Bradley's house, you know, to going from making like YouTube cover songs and little videos to then, you know, covering a pepper song and getting signed by, law records and you know now being on like an album that's literally like honoring the life of one of the greatest legends of of this industry of of this you know of reggae rock and the reason why i'm even talking about that is because um you know kevin said that revolution was one of the first um reggae rock bands that, that got him into to reggae rock and Kyle Ahern is obviously from revolution and Kyle Ahern is a part of revolution because he won a contest. So revolution put a contest out there basically for uh, a guitarist and, and Kyle, man, he was the cream of the crop. He, he, he won the whole freaking thing and he got the opportunity to play with them. And then, you know, he just hit it off with Eric and um, you know, eventually joined the band full time. So now Kevin's doing a song, with Kyle and it's just like, you know, they talked about being on the, the stick figure, uh, you know, Facebook group and, and, uh, meeting David Parnes. It's just like, man, this music, this vibe, this energy is, is contagious. And you just, you never know how things are going to link together and you just keep putting out good vibes, man. And, and, uh, and then we get great music like this. So that's just a trip, man. I, I don't know, but, uh, I love it. I love it all. Um, Agreed. yeah. And, uh, I love the drums. I love the way the drums hit right at the beginning of the song. Just everything about this song is perfect, man. The Reese Brothers are so talented. Kevin's so talented. And, and Kyle Ahern is, is, uh, is just awesome. So um, certified banger. What's more to say? Love it. All right. We got one last fire song from last Friday. Evan, do it to him. We've got the song Empress, an acoustic session with Irie Nature and Glenn Oldaway on trumpet.
provide me with what I need today. And young daughter, don't you give in to what society is asking of a woman. I said, and sister, I'm so proud of what you've become to this world. Now it's time for the empress to rise. Said it's time, it's time, it's time for the empress to rise, to rise, to rise. Said it's time for the empress to rise. Said it's time, it's time, it's time for the empress to rise, to rise, to rise. What? Evan, what did you think of the song? What I think of the song, I thought the song was a nice, chill way to end our song reviews. Just nice, positive, sweet. Loved it. Yeah. I, I, I love the fact that Glenn Holdaway is making trumpet cool again. I played trumpet in sixth grade band, and I was never this cool. Nice. Huh? No, 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 dude. This is this is back before I turned into JB. This is you know, a while ago. Um, but yeah, and I read nature. It, this song is just a way to honor uh, the female spirit. You know, Empress must rise. It's a great message to all the mothers, daughters, sisters out there that, you know what? You guys are queens, empresses of the most high. And it's time to forget what society is trying to make you feel and just elevate to your highest frequency. You know, the highest uh, level of human consciousness you can achieve. And according to Evan, that's listening to this podcast. So right there, you're already doing it. Um, but yeah, man, I Read Nature puts out some really positive music. And uh, that's impacting the world in a positive way. And I love positivity. Okay. So I thought this song had a vibe to it. So I liked it, man. I don't know, Brad. What do uh, you think, dude? Really can't say more than that. I think it does is all those elements and uh it was a nice way to cap off the review of music for the week yes. and i just uh i'm digging this man this is a lot of fun i love getting to hang with you guys getting to talk about this music getting to recognize yes. the new music and uh you know i want to know how does it get better than this i don't think it does this is good no, stuff man no. this is great damn that's kind of like a bittersweet thought because that means it's just gonna get worse from here this was it. Nah. We had our moment. This was the best. Nah, man. You said yeah, ascension. Nah, no. We're going up. Baby. I need a We're positive thought of the week, guys. I'm fucking struggling right now. I can give you this. Ooh. Okay. I mean, last week we talked about being you. This week we're here. We are here no matter where the hell we are. We're just getting started. And let's acknowledge that. I mean, I don't like to, to quote my tattoos often, but uh, we are just getting started. And I go through that every single day because it doesn't matter what situation we're presented with, how we're presented with it, who thinks what, who's got what, where, when, how. At the end of the day, we're just getting started. We have a new beginning with relationships, with our jobs, with our, our musical tastes, with our interpretations, with our ears, with our hearts, with our feelings, with our philosophies, everything. Nothing is set in stone. Everything is open to change. And, uh, you know, maybe one day, JB, you will climb over that mountain to get to your love because ah, it's all possible, man. It's all yeah. possible. And uh, I'm just very thankful for you guys, for my family, for my friends, for this vibe that is casted amongst us and this great 
community and these artists that we are so blessed to be around. So let's just enjoy being here and being a part of this, this, this wonderful limited time affair we call life. Hell yeah. Maybe I'll walk around the mountain instead of over it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get there. It like reminds me of that old song. I don't care how you get here. Get here if you can. Right? Yeah. Terrible song. But we're talking about Chicago earlier. So <laughs> that's true, man. I love oh, it, dude. Man. I, I love when song <laughs> breaks out. Um, Evan, you want to go or you want me to go? Jimmy, you always round us off last today. You go. All right. Well, my positive thought of the week is actually not <clears throat> really a positive thought of the week. It's more like a, a shout out. So last week, um, first of all, everyone that's listening knows that I'm not very smart. I'm not a very intelligent man. And, and I've, you know, I've taken a lot of risks with my brain as a young man. And I, I, I struggle with that now. Um, you know, and, and last episode, I was talking about the team at Reggae 360. And it was just spur of the moment, impromptu. And I was calling names out, you know, Tarita, Mark, uh, you know, Will, everybody. And I forgot one name. And the name that I forgot was probably one of the most important names. Freaking, my positive thought of the week is Jen Armstrong because, you know what, I had a brain slip when I was trying to, mem- I was trying to remember everyone. Um, and, and, you know, she's like – one of the most important pieces of, of what Reggae 360 does. And furthermore, like, she's just somebody that I've learned to, to, to trust her judgment on. She's just one of those people that, like, you can always trust their opinion. You just – you know that they're always kind of, like, in line with the right frequency. And, um, you know, she's somebody that Mark and I have worked with a lot. And, you know, she does a lot of the social media stuff for bands. Like, she makes this – freaking scene go you know like there's a you know obviously there's the music but there's so much more to the music i mean we were talking with the reese brothers about you know stick figure on their facebook page like you know fan pages are real things and somebody like jen armstrong has her hand in a lot of different fan pages and she does a lot of different things and she's just such a cool person so positive so upbeat like I'm so grateful that she's on our team. And, and as soon as, as right after the episode, I remember I was like, Oh shoot, I forgot uh, to mention Jen's name. So I thought I'd give her a special shout out because she's just like a badass and so lucky to know her. And, and like I said, she's one of those people that you can really, you know, trust her opinion on. So, um, you know, take that. And if you have somebody like that in your life, somebody that, you know, you can count on their opinion, you know, you, whatever it is, bounce it off them. And you know, they're going to give you some uh, feedback, then show them some appreciation, you know, just like I just tried to do uh, for Jen because she is the shit. Um, and that's my puzzle thought of the week. I mean, we got. Going to talk about expectations, expecting positive things. I think, you know, we always talk about, manifestation on this podcast but to be more specific I always think expecting good results out of things is mm-hmm. huge you know when it, when it comes to really thinking about attaining your goals if if you're walking into a new conversation or going into doing a podcast and you're expecting it to turn out bad it probably will but if you're truly on your deepest level focusing on expecting a good outcome if you hear yourself think oh this isn't going to go good because of xyz there's a way better chance of that happening. But if you just think this is going to go great, if you just, just really just force that thought in there and think it over and over again, yes, it just happens. It just yes. works. If you can just expect good, expect good things out of stuff, yes. you can prepare for the worst, but expect no. the best. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Fuck it, yeah, dude. 
I love it, man. That was probably my favorite positive thought of the week from you ever, Evan. That was awesome, man. And you know what? I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to expect a good fucking day tomorrow. What about you boys? There we go. Absolutely, man. I think there's that bumper sticker that says like your vibe attracts your tribe. Ooh. I feel you, man. I, I think that's that's where it's at. I mean, let's go out there, put a good game face on, yes. do the best we can, and dubious, and uh, you know, just, just do it. Have some fun with it, baby. I like it. All right, everyone. Um, you know, talk to us on Instagram. You know the deal. Hit us up on Facebook. Big shout out, David Shaw with the playlist. That's a man on a mission yep. down there, Florida. Um, big up to everybody, and and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.